Hello and welcome to Breadcrumbs. This is your host Ashley, aka Ashkin, and let's spread some positivity. So as you guys are aware, if you listened to my last post, it was pretty dramatic and sad and pretty um, hopeless sounding. And um, I, I'm always going to be real with you guys. I'm always going to give it to you straight. I'm always going to be, I'm never going to be that like Instagrammer that just lies about their life and it's so great and everything is just so wonderful. I'm going to give it to you guys the real stuff. But I want you to know that also when the good stuff happens, I'm going to give that to you too. And it's going to be real and it's going to be truthful. And when miracles happen, I'm going to tell you. And so you know that it's real and it's really happening and it's not just like a sponsorship or something, you know? Um, so I'm, um, I'm really thankful. Let's start with that. Um, I'm really, really thankful for everything that I have. And though it's not much to many people, it's a lot to me. Um, I have my family. I have all my kids with me. Um, I think being thankful is such a, a special thing. Um, because it brings you closer to yourself. It brings you closer to God. It brings you closer to the things and people that you are thankful for. And it creates uh, special bonds and relationships. I think that, um, I've, I've brought this up in all, like some of my last podcasts, but I feel like this is a new year. We're starting off fresh. I want to give you guys the perspectives that I have now. And if I'm reiterating some of the things, it's because they work and it's because they're, you know, things that I live by. Um, and my ideals, um, you know, sometimes change as far as like, I add some things, take away some things. It's, it's constant movement. I think that it's important that we're always moving and we never just stand still. It doesn't mean you're not resting because you can rest and still be moving. Um, that's something that people don't understand. But first we're going to start with, cause I'm trying to structure my podcast a little bit more and make them a little bit more, um, profesh. Um, just because I feel like, um, I, I want, um, to clearly, um, for everyone to clearly understand my ideas. And I've, a lot of the times I just bounce off the walls and I still do that a little bit, but I'm trying to hone it in and structure things a little bit more. So we're going to talk about thankfulness. Um, and it's so important. I think that's the first thing that you have to do in order to be a positive person is you wake up in the morning and you just start thanking God for everything that you have. And I'm going to also be a little bit more forthright about what I believe because I feel like it's very important. Um, my faith is super important to my positivity and my lifestyle and the way that I live. However, if you've heard my past podcasts, you'll understand and know that I am not a traditional Christian the way that most are if that makes any sense. I won't go into a whole lot of details, but just know that I believe in God. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. I believe in um, the Trinity. I believe in 
all of the things that the Bible says. There's more to it, and there's more depth that um, I feel like is more of a relationship with me and God than what traditional Christianity kind of just goes along with. I would say that um, going to church once a week on Sunday and things like that is the way I was brought up. But there's more to Christianity for me, spiritually and physically and emotionally and in my life and um, and how I apply my faith in my life is a little bit different than the way I was raised to apply it, I guess. And um, so one of the differences, before I go back into thankfulness, because here I again, I am on a loop again or on a little tangent, but I think that's important that you guys know I'm not judgmental. And in the Bible, God speaks about being judgmental and not to be judgmental. And there's so many places in the Bible that just reiterate that, you know, you shouldn't be judging people. There's no, like, the one with the, how can you judge the person with the splinter in their eye when you have a whole board, wooden board sticking out of yours, a wooden plank sticking out of yours, sticking out of yours, um... Or, you know, whoever has has no sin, throw the first stone. There's so many places in the Bible that talk about judgment. And I think that is important because um, the, the church, even though they preach not to judge, and they'll sit there and, you know, the preacher will be up on the pulpit saying, like, do not judge. He without sin cast the first stone. They'll be up there preaching that message, and yet people in the church in that moment are still looking down on other people because of them not being in church or them not living the lifestyle that they they think they should be living or because of what they believe or because of the the choices that they make. And we can't change those people. We can't change their choices. We can only change ourselves, and that's really important. So anyway, that's a little wrap-up of like, you know, how Christianity, how to me it's different than what I feel like it normally is and normalized around me. Um, for like, you know, when I go to cosplays or (laughs) cosplays, when I go to cons in cosplay and you see people standing on their soapbox and be like, you heathens, you are making God angry. I'm like, I have a personal relationship with God. How how are you sitting there judging me? You're supposed to be a Christian? Like, so, so that's what I mean by, like, I guess that would be traditional Christianity. And I am a non-judgmental Christian. Um, so my faith will be brought into this because it is a part of who I am. And it is a part of every fiber of my being. Um, I was created by my creator. And for me not to express that and you know, explain my, the way that I spread love, light, and positivity using my faith, especially, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be right. It doesn't make sense to me because it's a part of who I am. And you guys are, you know, involved in, in listening to who I am and not a fake person or me beating around a bush trying to like say something without saying it. I'm, one thing that I've gotten better at is saying how I feel and speaking my mind. And I'm going to flat out say, like, it was God that got me through all the bad times. And if somebody believes different, then they believe different. And I'm not going to um, fault them for that. Um, 
but I will be speaking about God and my, my beliefs and faith, never to push it in anyone's face, never to judge them, but just really to uplift because I feel like the side of Christianity that I experience is a very positive one as opposed to some people's experience with Christianity, which is a very negative one. And, you know, maybe, maybe they've been burned. I've been burned by churches before. So I know what it feels like to be like, oh no, not Christianity is not for me. But when I realized what it really was and the, the Christianity that I was looking for, it changed my mind about God and my beliefs. So this is not about all of that, but that was just like an important, like, you know, public service announcement kind of thing. Quick PSA. So about being thankful. When you wake up in the morning, it is your eyes open up and it is your first impression of the day and your day's first impression of you. What I mean by that is when you first wake up, you could flood your head with negative thoughts and say, oh man, I got to get up. This is terrible. It's cold outside. It's, I just don't want to get out of bed. And you press the alarm clock and sleep 10 more minutes and then press the alarm clock and sleep 10 more minutes, press the alarm clock, sleep 10 more minutes. And before you know it, 30 minutes have gone by and you have only 30 minutes to get ready and you're you know, rushing to get ready, spill coffee on your clothes. It seems to be something that you kind of set yourself up for because you're rushing and you kept pressing the, you know, the alarm. The reason why you kept pressing the alarm is because you first woke with negative thoughts. Ugh, I don't want to get out of bed today. Well, you have to, you have to get out of bed. So why prolong it? That 30 minutes didn't do anything but cause you problems. You think, oh, well, I got a little extra sleep. You didn't. You didn't. You just laid there and waited for the thing to go off again. 10 minutes. You didn't sleep 10 minutes. And the average person falls asleep between 7 and 11 minutes before they've had a full night's sleep. So if if you've just had a full night's sleep you're probably not going to fall back asleep within those 10 minutes and even get any good sleep for that matter. So it's not worth it to have three times or four times interrupted sleep every 10 minutes going, dee, 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 wake up, puts you in a bad mood. But if you wake up and your first thought of the day is, I can't wait to get started. I can't wait to figure out what challenges lay before me today. I can't wait to find out what amazing things I'm going to discover about myself, about other people today. I can't wait to be one step closer to my goals. Those are the things that are going to make you want to get out of bed. Not, oh, uh, I have to go to work. And Jennifer is going to be so negative and talk about her relationships. And I don't want to hear about Dave and all their problems. That's, that's what you're doing. When you first wake up, you're flooding your head with negative thoughts about something that hasn't even happened yet. Not even, hasn't even happened yet. You haven't even gone to work yet. And in your mind, you're at work listening to Jennifer talk about Dave and, you know, talk about their relationship problems and complain to you. And, you know, all of these problems occur. And that, that is how you choose 
because it's a choice, how you choose to start your day. So if you start it on a positive note, and, and it takes practice, it's literally, if you do something for 20 days, some say 28 and some say 30, but I, I would go with at, at least 20. If you do something for 20 days in a row, you've created a habit. If you create a habit of positivity, a habit of thankfulness, a, a habit of appreciation, a habit of visualization, a habit of, of leaning toward the positive spectrum, you're going to end up like, like they say, shoot, aim for the stars and you'll, you know, at least land on the moon. It's similar to that. You're aiming in a positive place. So you're going to end up in a positive place. You aim in a negative side of the spectrum Wherever you aim at that negative side, you're going to end up in the negative side. Your day is going to be there. It's, it's, you're attracting that negativity. Um, so waking up and having a thankful mindset to start your day. If you pray in the morning, that's amazing. I choose to start with worship because worshiping my creator and worshiping, um, him is such a um, positive, uplifting experience for me that I love doing it. I I pick my songs that I love to do, and I just worship him and thank him, and it makes a difference in my day. Um, I wake up, and not every day is a positive day. Not every day is you know I'm on top of the world, but on those days that I woke up and I was thankful and, and I was appreciative and I started with a positive attitude and some bad things happened that day, I could have taken it a lot worse. So when you start your day, you know how like the Bible talks about, um, the armor of God, put on the armor of God, the whole armor of God. Well, the armor think of the armor as like a force field you need that to protect yourself throughout your day you are constantly being bombarded by negativity you are a walking negativity negative uh, you're attracting negative energy no matter who you are you attract negative energy to you even if you're a positive person even if you're the most positive person in the world um even even Jesus attracted negative energy and people who persecuted him. So you're going to attract that. That's a given. You're never going to be without negativity coming at you full swing. And I'm going to tell you when you are tired and when you're beat down and when you're starting to just, you know, be in this mindset of negativity it's going to barrel at you faster because it's looking to take you down. The enemy is looking to take you down. And if he sees you just teeter-tottering on that one, like, brink of, you know, tiny bit of hope and that's all you have left, boom, he's going to knock you out. So you have to build a force field. You have to build this shield around yourself that is as strong as armor. You can choose what you want to build that armor with, but positivity is the most effective way to build that armor. Um, some people 
will say, okay, well, you know, if someone's positive all the time, are they being fake? No, it doesn't mean that they're being fake. It means that they are unaffected by the negativity. And so, um, there, you know, a certain amount of negativity you can go without, like, everybody has their level of, um, tolerance and you can build that just like you can build tolerance with other things in your life. You can build tolerance of negativity, um, because your armor, your force field, your shield is stronger. So the things that come at you don't affect you as harshly as some people are like, well, you don't have a heart, you know, if, things are happening around you and you're just smiling and you know going on I always look at the things that are going on around me as that like there's this one prayer um the serenity prayer I think that's what it's called and it's used for um like Alcoholics Anonymous Narcotics Anonymous people like that and it says in the prayer that give me the let's see help me to change the things that I can change help me to it's something along those lines I don't know the actual prayer but help me to understand the things I can't change and then help me to know the difference between the two this is the gist of it so that's important because there are things that are going to happen that you can't change. Um, I have things happening around me on a regular basis. My health is one of them that I cannot change. I cannot fix. I can't do anything about. Um, except for pray. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing that. But I, you know, see doctors and do do my diligence as far as like pursuing answers but as far as right now in this moment if I fall asleep I can't change that that is what happens to me I fall asleep randomly okay well I can't change that but am I going to just be negative and start my morning where I'm like I wake up and be like well might as well go back to sleep because I'm gonna fall asleep sometime today it it doesn't make sense to start so negatively I'm not going to ever get anything done I'm never going to achieve anything because I'm constantly putting my own negativity like building it up like times 10 so the the force field the shield the armor is made of nothing it's made of saran wrap something comes at me I'm like see I knew it I knew it today was gonna be a bad day I knew it freaking spilled coffee all over my new clothes great spent money and now it's all wasted probably won't come out probably need to go to a dry cleaner that I can't afford um sorry this is my car starting up because it's hot in my car at the moment so I'm doing this in my car because it's the only quiet spot because I have all five kids in the house and it's uh it's a lot it's a lot and this is my only, this is my little safe space. We'll talk about safe spaces later, but this is, this is mine. Um, so back to thankfulness because I'm trying to keep this little short 25 minutes about thankfulness. Um, 
when you're thankful to God, it's like, even like whatever you believe in really. But for me, when I'm thankful to God, I feel so connected because I'm like, he thought about me. He thought about me in this time when COVID-19 is happening and the world is going crazy and this one, this good thing happened. I'm going to thank God for it because he was thinking about me and it makes you feel special. It makes you feel good. You start filling your head with all this thankfulness. You can't help but feel good about yourself. It lifts up your spirit. It lifts up your um, entire like attitude. It lifts up everything and and makes you feel like it makes you feel special I guess for lack of better words man my brain fog is making me not so articulate today but that's okay because I'm going to communicate to you guys how I feel about all this still even if I use the most layman words ever like positivity is good (laughs) I'm gonna communicate it don't worry so thankfulness is key starting out wake up stretch smile can't tell you how big a deal it is when you smile first thing in the morning you're getting your body you're getting your mindset ready for a good day when you smile because you're and your smile comes naturally when you're thankful when you start appreciating like wow I slept great. I had eight hours sleep. I'm ready to start my day. I can't wait to start my day. I wonder what my kids are going to do today. I wonder, you know, if they're going to do anything really cute today. Like my daughter loves to sing. And I'm I'm always thinking about like, oh, what little song is she going to sing today? Just these little random thoughts that come in my head. But it replaces the negative random thoughts because we have those those negative random thoughts that like I was saying earlier like oh Jennifer's just gonna talk about her boyfriend or or you know Jim is gonna be a horrible boss today like he always is gonna give me too much work and I'm gonna be exhausted and when you start in that mindset you're attracting the negativity 10 times over you're gonna just roll right into it and you're gonna be affected by it so much harder some of those things are going to happen and you can't change those things from happening like yeah you might go to work and Jennifer might be talking about Dave and their bad relationship but you're gonna be unaffected if you have that positivity when you first start in the morning and you're not thinking about that when you first wake up right so when you wake up you stretch, you think about your positive things of the day. It's good to have positive affirmations. Um, so thankfulness can play into that where you can write down things that you're thankful for and repeat them every morning. So it could be different things every morning or it could be the same things because I'm appreciative of the same things. Also, I still have the things that I'm appreciative for and that's big too because if I'm appreciative for something and I have it and I still have it months later, years later, then th- that's pretty amazing and I, and I, I want to stay appreciative for that because I don't ever want to lose it. The things that I have that I appreciate the most, I never want to lose. So keep appreciating those things. Don't unappreci- be unappreciative or saying, well, I was appreciative to you know every day this week of having my kids maybe I you know change what I'm appreciative over 
keep being appreciative over as many things as you can. Everything that you have, every penny to your name, everything that you have, every person in your life, good or bad. Because I'm going to tell you that later on we'll talk about how people who are negative can still impact your life in a positive way. That's later though. That's another segment, probably another day. But positivity starts with thankfulness, appreciation, and be just being grateful. That's what it starts with. You start your day with being grateful. You start your day with positivity of, of thankfulness, just that thankfulness spirit. You're really going to make a difference in just the first few minutes of waking up. And I guarantee you that you are going to smile, a genuine smile. All right, so next. Next is you have to put in your mind a purpose for the day. You're thankful for all the things that you have. You did that. You're happy. You started off in a really positive place. But now you have to put all of that energy, that positive energy that you've accumulated. Think of it like this energy ball, right? You started out, you woke up, and you just started building this energy ball. And it just got bigger and bigger, attracting all the positive energy. Energy needs somewhere to go. Does it not? We always talk about, oh, this person is giving off so much positive energy, positive energy, positive energy. What's adding to something is adding to your life, but how? How are you going to implement that positive energy? How are you going to implement it? How are you going to put it into action? So you come up with a plan for your day, and it's going to run a lot smoother. I guarantee you it's going to run smoother. You, you need to kind of organize your thoughts. Okay, so you you have like your day kind of already broken up into pieces in your mind already. Um, you know, like you have your drive to work. Well, actually, no, first you have your getting ready period. Okay, so your period, your time of getting ready for work. And then, um, and, and who knows what your day actually looks like. Like you may not work that day or whatever. This is just an example of just, you know, what I would say a regular per, a everyday person, um, their day kind of, you know, gets broken up into. So waking up the appreciation factor, then going into it, putting all that positivity into action by making a plan for your day, breaking up your day into sectors. I like to break them up into sectors because I focus on those each, each one, almost like I'm a, I'm a gamer. So, and I'm a completionist gamer. I love to complete every single thing on a game, every, get every coin, every star, every piece of food, whatever it is, like every point that I could possibly muster and get, I will try to get. It is, it is insane. It's almost like the OCD-ness, right? But it's a good thing when I'm planning on my day because I can divide it up into sectors and almost like a game, like each thing is a level that I'm getting into, you know, and I focus on that level. I don't focus on later in the day. I focus on that level as it is. When I first wake up though, and I start my plan, I, I have it figured out of what each level looks like. 
you know, like in a game, you know, you have the ice level, you have the, the fire level, you have the lava level, you have the different levels, you know what they're kind of going to project at you, you know, in the ice level, there's going to be a lot of ice and you're going to slip around your, your mode of, um, thought is going to be, how do I achieve my goals while not slipping off of the edges of things, you know? So with each level or each sector that you're in, you're going to try to um, figure out a game plan, a quick one too. Like you're not planning your whole day in your head from beginning to end. You're just putting a game plan together. You're just putting out, you're pulling out your playbook and you're like, okay, these are the plays I'm going to do. You know, it's just a simple, um, you know, breaking it up. So first, for example, we're going to break up your day starting from when you wake up that's your appreciative time. Um, that's your time of thankfulness and just absorbing the positive energy and in getting it built up for your armor and for your day, um, before you even get out of bed, you know, so you can listen to music and that time frame, all you're focused on is just building your armor as strong as possible with as much positivity as you can. If you do devotions, if you do praise and worship music, if you do self-affirmations, if you do all of the above, if you just want to sit there and sing because that makes you feel positive, if whatever it is, you just need to fill your mind with as much positivity as possible. If Even if it's listening to positive podcasts, listening to a uh, books that are positive, listening to, um, music that's positive, whatever it is, but as positive as possible, not a little bit of positive, as positive as you can make your mind in that amount of time of waking up. I like to give myself about 30 to 45 minutes. It sounds like a long time and people are like, ugh, ugh, laying in bed for 30 to 45 minutes, like I'd sleep, but I'm awake and I'm, I'm, do I'm getting up a little bit earlier because I want to enjoy myself and it is a time of enjoyment because I'm appreciating everything that I have and it's it's really amazing to me the things that I can come up with that I'm thankful for sometimes I'm like oh yeah and I'm thankful for this and once I start I don't like it takes a while for me to get to a point where I'm um I'm finished like talking to myself about how thankful or to God, you know, and myself about how thankful I am for each thing, you know, that I have, because people could look at my life and be like, she doesn't really have much, you know, I could see her starting her list and ending it in like three minutes, but believe it or not, I take up that whole 30 to 45 minutes. And sometimes I'm like, man, I need longer, but I, I block off the time for that specific thing. Okay. So I'm, I'm getting dressed, but I'm getting emotionally dressed. I'm emotionally dressing myself in this armor that is going to sustain me through the day. And, um, and so that's the first block of the day. When I first wake up, that's what I focus on. Then when I put, I have in each, each time you move into a new sector, you have kind of like little signals of moving into the next sector or like this is what moves you into the next sector. This action moves you into the next sector. I am still in my praise and worship time. I am still in my appreciative and thankfulness time until I step my feet out my bed. Until I put my feet on the floor, 
that is where my mindset is at is just thankfulness time once i move my feet and put them on the floor plant my feet firmly on the ground and stand up and start getting ready physically ready for my day that's when i move into sector two so it's a good thing that you um maintain you know a a routine because sector two is dependent on the very last sector of your day because the last sector of your day is going to prepare you for sector two and I'll explain that when I get to it so at this point I already have my clothes picked out um, that I'm gonna wear maybe a couple of pair just in case I'm like today I just feel like wearing red instead last night I thought I was gonna wear green but today I'm gonna wear red you just you never know so I pick out a couple of things couple of I get myself kind of ready I make sure that my shoes are in a place where I can see them I make sure that my area where I need to put my makeup on is already clean and ready for me to to put on makeup like I don't have any barriers blocking me from getting ready in the amount of time that it should take me to get ready and while I'm getting ready I'm physically getting ready but I'm also like going into my planning space okay so I'm planning out my sectors of my day in this period of time I'm this is my planning period is while I'm you know putting blush on and focusing on those things to me those don't take a lot of thought so my mind can be elsewhere and where my mind is is okay so the next sector is once I'm ready my commute to work where like from the time that I get in the car till I get to work what am I doing um, for me it's more building up of positivity I listen to um, audio books that are positive and uplifting I don't waste time in my day with things that don't uplift me I don't um, I don't feel the need for for things that like I can be entertained by positivity if that makes sense I mean I'm not saying like I don't watch movies or you know like listen to the regular radio and stuff like that but it's not as often anymore because it's kind of a waste of time for me I do enjoy those things and when I find something enjoyable I do it um, because you know it does help like with the positivity factor but if it's like for instance what I'm trying to get around because I I'm not going to like beat around the bush. Okay. So like some people like to watch the news or listen to the news or listen to, that's a lot of negativity berating my day when I don't need that. Like, I don't need to know that like 14 people are dead in Oklahoma, blah, blah, blah happened. You know, like I don't need to know that. It's not a need to know thing. I'm going to hear about it eventually through somebody. If it's something viral, it's going to hit my ears at some point. So why am I seeking out negative information? The news is a source of negative information. It just is. Um, I don't just regularly listen to the news or involve myself with that. And yet, I still am up to date on literally everything because everyone else is. They know everything that's going on from what Kim Kardashian wore to the Grammys to literally, um, you know, what's happening in our hometown crime-wise and everything, like everything. Um, there are things that are, I just call it blah, 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 like it's mushy brain food. It's not even like gonna help your brain at all it's just like okay it's there to exist 
to keep you from being semi-bored, it's still boring to me. Like, learning all these things about the Kardashians and, you know, what goes on in their lives and reality TV is a mixture of that. But for me personally, it's just a waste of time. So I like doing... I enjoy doing things that uplift my day. I listen to... um, Today, listen to Kevin Hart, uh, The Decision, on the way to go take my kids to school, which was my, that was my first sector. I shouldn't say commute to, to work because that's my first sector of the day. But I, I'm just giving you like a kind of a rough draft of someone's regular mixed with like things that I do. So if you have to take kids, you know, to school, create a routine with them. Because what I've learned is they learn by example. And if I'm doing something uplifting with my kids in the car, they're participating in it. And their day goes really well. Every single time I try, I don't always do it. Because sometimes, like, I let the negativity get in a little bit. But when I'm doing this good, positive routine, I know that... Um, my kids are going to have a good day. I literally, I pray with them before they get out of the car. I, we sing songs. We're in a happy mood. Um, as opposed to when, I, l- let's just rewind, okay? Because an example of like waking up with the negative attitude and all of that, you get up and you're like, oh, I got to take this so early and I have to see these kids freaking school and like, why? Well, none of that complaining is going to change the fact that I got to do that. So I'm just putting myself in a negative mind space and then I'm like, literally, why, why is there only one shoe? Why is there only one shoe? Where is your other shoe? can't find it oh well let's you know like all of these problems that come into existence can be avoided so when all those things you're like putting yourself in a negative space if you don't have this routine down because and sometimes I don't always get it perfect but when I'm you know doing this routine everything runs so smoothly it's like amazing and it is it's not a chore, I wouldn't say, but it's something that you really have to like push yourself to keep going and doing and constantly keeping up with because it makes your life smoother, but it keeps you running, you know, like it's a circular thing. It's if you stop, you have to start that circle all over again. You can't just start where you left off. You have to start at the beginning. Um, and it, it gets kind of tiring if you're stopping and starting stopping and starting stopping and starting because you're not letting it run smoothly you know it's meant to run smoothly and it's meant to be um you know the routine is to make your life easier so had I prepared the night before in the last sector of my day kind of thing um the night before shoes would already be there backpack would already be there like I everything would just be ready to grab and go And so if I do those things, my kids are in a better mood. I'm in a better mood. We're sitting there. We're talking about like veggie tales or some stuff like whatever, but we're not, I'm not yelling at them or saying like, get in the car. Oh my God, we're going to be late. That's not happening. And so when they arrive at their school in a good mood and happy smiles and they just had a really positive experience on the way to school 
and getting up smoothly and their routine is smooth, then they have a good day. So it's affecting other people. And also the people around them are like having a good day. I know that, um, one of my kids is very like when he's affected by a major change. We realized that recently in uh, trauma therapy is that when a major change happens, such as like a substitute teacher or something like that, it puts him in a very negative headspace and we're working on getting him into a positive one, but it's a trauma based. So we have to, you know, we have to be patient with it. But, um, if I have, it's the difference between having a good morning and a bad morning, a good morning where everything runs smoothly, he goes in and it doesn't affect him as harshly. If he has a bad morning, it's over. Like he's already just, his day is over. He's going to stay in a negative headspace and he's just done and he gets in trouble and they call me and tell me all these things that he's done and it's because and I think back and I'm like oh man that's because like I didn't prepare the night before didn't get shoes had I done that then we would have had a smooth ride this morning but he was looking for his shoes for 20 minutes and I called him a sloth because uh, he was so slow getting his shoes and you know that's negativity and I, I'm indulging my child in negativity only so that way he'll have a negative day. And that's not productive. That's not good. That's terrible. So it's worth putting in the extra effort. It's worth it when you, when you see the outcome of how the day goes. Okay? This is a daily thing. These are choices that you make. Every choice that you make affects you positively or negatively. Every choice. People are like, oh, what about like what station you watch on TV? Like that, even that choice, because you could watch something positive and uplifting that's going to make you laugh or put you in a good mood, or you can watch something depressing and sad and nothing wrong with that. But you're making choices that affect your day. So you always have to remember every choice, even what you're going to eat between a, a rye bread and white bread. One's healthier than the other. You're always making choices that are going to affect your day and affect you in some tiny, tiny ways. And some are going to affect you in much bigger ways, even if they're small choices. So this is one of those things where if you just keep that routine going, it's going to be smooth sailing. Um, so the next sector for so like okay so first sector was thankfulness second was making the plan um while you're getting ready third is your commute to wherever mine was you know taking my kids to school with my kids in the car so that's not a private moment that's not just me um we have to realize when there are people around us are that's something that I call environment that we are in that moment we are affecting people in our environment so remember that when you are more positive that you're also putting that positive energy onto whoever else is around you whether you're you know riding to work with someone or if you're bringing your kids to school that positive energy is also going to turn into active energy for them in school okay so then you so you planned your day and now you took your kids to school now you have to head to work 
if you've done everything correctly, you have enough time to get there without having to like go crazy in traffic and you know like honk at people and act like a crazy person if not you didn't plan accordingly and you need to go back to the planning stage and you need to figure out what time you need to leave the house what time you need to get up and what time what is better time for you to get through the day comfortably and don't sit there and say well I'm sacrificing 20 minutes of sleep because if you're if you're 20 minutes late at work your entire day is going to just suck if you are, or 10 minutes, five minutes, we, we, there's something about being late that makes us feel like we've, we've failed. And with that already on top of us, that little failure tattoo on us through the day, we're, we're going to feel it. It's going to burn. If we get there with enough time, like 15 minutes before we need to be clocked in or wherever, whatever we're doing, we're going to feel good. We're going to feel like we're ready. We're prepared mentally. We can take that 15 minutes, prepare ourselves for what's to come in a positive way for our day. And again, fill yourself with positivity, not negativity. So many people are like just so negative about what they think they're going to experience at work that they attract that negativity. And when you're positive, you're like, oh man, I'm refreshed. I feel good. Uh, if you're in sales, like, I'm going to make some sales. I'm going to hit my quota. I'm going to go above my quota. I'm an overachiever, just like Kevin Hart. I'm an overachiever. I love going above, like, anything someone says. Someone says, Ashley, like, you know, I need you to come up with, you know, five reasons why uh, you should, you know, do this. I come up with ten reasons. Like, I, anything that I need to do, like, um, recently, I had to put together a um, portfolio, kind of like a portfolio, like a, a plan, a, a kind of like a business plan, but sort of not. Anyway, a presentation, I guess you could say, of what we're going to do differently for the children in the church. And, um, and it was supposed to just be, like, jotted down on a piece of paper. I was like, no. I got out, like nice paper, put it into a binder, put it in those little clear, um, protectors, like paper protectors. Like I went all out and so every choice that we make has a positive or a negative effect. Sorry, I had to take phone calls. So I had to come back to this, but basically that's it. The choices that we, every choice that we make is positive effect or negative effect. And how are we going to let those choices affect us? How are we going to, how are we going to make those choices better each time? We have to learn from those things. We have to learn from those choices. Now, um, in the next segment, I'll talk more about regretful choices. But right now, we're looking toward the future. Um what does that look like? Whatever our choice is going to be. Are they going to be positive or are they going to be negative? So the, the sectors that we're, you know, going through in our day, we have, we have that amount of time to figure out like what we're going to do in those days. We're not going to be able when we get up to plan ahead for something that's going to happen at three o'clock in the afternoon. That's unknown. Like we don't know what's going to happen. Our tire could blow while we're on break. 
but the the choices that we make building up to that point can make or break us if we are you know there are things that are like I said beyond our control and there are things that happen because we made bad choices it did you forget to you know get tires the last time that your technician said hey you know your tires are getting pretty low there friend you know like it, it probably you're gonna need to get them in the next month or so and then you wait like six months and then you pop a tire you're not making good choices so remember in that sector of time if you're making the best choices possible that for your day then you're you're gonna it's gonna run a lot smoothly a lot smoother your plan is everything because it's your plan you came up with it you're implementing it and if something doesn't work it's like you're the boss so you change the plan if you're going to a job that you're really miserable at no matter how positive you can be no matter what happens you're just like this is just not working for me because of the negativity or because of whatever it's not leading you it's not building you it's not enriching you it's not giving you any happiness all it is is just a paycheck then you can change that right so these are these are choices that we can make we can make smart ones we can make dumb choices and we follow through with our choices to see what the consequence is and it's not complete rocket science because we know that if we prepare if we're mentally prepared and we make the choices that are going to save us in the long run then when the long run happens when it's later on down the road like getting the tires we know that that technician is sitting there telling us like you got a month or two and that's it like and you're like no I bet I can push it like five months like he just he's being lenient he might be being lenient because he knows you're gonna push it and in his mind he's like five months is all that person's got but I'm gonna save one or two months because I know that they're gonna push it to five so but then you push it to six you're not making good choices and you know that's not a good choice you know it's not being on the safe side is a good choice and people are always like oh well it's safe taking the safe road huh like I am a very spontaneous person sometimes and I can be you know like full of energy life I guess like that kind of spirit of spontaneity but one thing that I treasure is the ability as a human being to plan and prepare because otherwise we would just be animals if we couldn't plan and prepare things like I can prepare my mind I can prepare my body I can prepare my spirit why why not prepare myself for something why run into something without any kind of weapons or any kind of like run into a battle without a sword like you're just being dumb you know like it it's not smart to do probably exhilarating for a minute until you die but it's not it's not going to um, enrich you in any way and so that is part two and uh, I'll tell you what part three is next so we have our game plan set up kind of like you know our game plays of the day of what we're gonna do Um, so we were on you know the part where you go into work and you um, you're driving to work 
and you get to work probably hopefully early if you can um, and you're preparing yourself mentally for your day and just take that you know when you're there early that 15 minutes is meant for you to just get yourself hyped up like pre-game yourself like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna get all the sales I'm gonna do it and you're attracting that positive like again you're just filling up that ball of energy like nobody's business and um and it's important that you you make yourself feel prepared about what can come towards you. You know what your job consists of when you get hired at a job. Most jobs, almost all jobs, unless they're scams, will tell you what is required of you. So you kind of already have this understanding, even if it's your first day, which, you know, everyone has a first day, but you can make that first day better because you already know kind of an idea if you've prepared yourself of what's going to come your way just by looking at what a typical day in the life of looks like in that job but most of you have been in your jobs a while so you already know the come and go of it you already know how it's going to play out a lot of the time what your customers look like there will be surprises in the day unless you're an accountant I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I love for CPAs I, I can't even tell you how much they enrich this world just being able to like make numbers fit Anyway, so the, the whole thing is you're going to have things that you can predict. You're going to have things that you can't predict happen. And one might outweigh the other. One might be significant. I mean, we're talking like, um, you know, down to from like losing a customer or figuring out that you made a mistake and you know, something went wrong or you're in trouble, things like that to, uh, something going wrong. Like you're in the break room and someone ate your lunch and you didn't prepare for that. You know, like there are things like that. So anything can happen. We have to keep our minds open to that. And when something does happen, kind of have a shake it off mentality and what, where am I going to go from here? Because we can't complain about it. Uh, you're not, you know, you can be passive aggressive and write a note and stick it on the refrigerator. Someone ate my lunch, you know. No, but you can learn from it. So anytime something happens, you take that experience and you learn from it. You're actually making your armor stronger. You're making yourself more impenetrable because it's not going to happen again. So now you've prepared for something before where you didn't even know that something unexpected was going to happen. And now it happened, you can prepare for it not to happen again. So you're preparing yourself and strengthening your armor for less things to be happening in your day. And there's always going to be at least something somewhere unexpected that you can learn from. So you're constantly learning. Think about it like that. You're constantly learning. You're constantly growing. You're never going to be stuck unless you stop learning. Um, so how you can take the situation where, you know, um, you got in trouble, then you learned your mistake, whatever it is at work that you didn't do, and you, you, you know, you figure out what you did wrong, and then you find ways to prevent from it happening again. That's something that you can um, have power over what you did 
you know, if you have a boss that literally thinks you do everything wrong and you don't do anything wrong, then again, you need to change jobs. It's just that simple. So the choices that you make continue on throughout the day. The next, um, like if like someone ate your lunch, you can now prepare. You can bring a locked box. You can um, bring make your lunch viewable to you. There's things that you can do to keep someone from eating your lunch. Yes, at that moment, it sucks. You're looking around like, well, I could eat someone else's lunch, which would be a bad decision um, because then you're just creating more negative energy. Or I can just uber eats or and that's going to cost money but can I take the hit if not am I you know can I drink some water at least can I take this time and you know turn this into a positive um like get fed positively mentally even though I'm not getting fed physically and then you know have an early dinner or a bigger dinner or whatever you do in that moment that's your choice to compensate for the bad thing that happened but then also making a plan for it not to happen again a lot of the day you're making plans you're making plans and preventing more bad stuff from happening um but then also in your day good things happen right you're at work and like your boss says oh you did a great job on that poster whatever then you take that and I want you to tell yourself or to take that moment in time where they're like oh you did a great job and I want you to record it in your mind, just like that, you know, like a giphy, just a little bit of it and, um, record it and then play it back 10 times. And anytime you feel discouraged that day, take that day's positive thing and play it back like a giphy. Just, that's it. Um, there, there's something to 10 times positivity versus one thing of negativity. There's something to that, the tenfold thing. I don't exactly understand the, um, how magical, like how it works. It's like magic. You don't know how it works, but it works. Like if someone calls you, like says, like that outfit is disgusting. Why would you wear that? It's going to make you feel down. It's going to make you feel depressed. It's going to make you feel horrible. And someone comes along and says, oh, you, that's a beautiful outfit. It's still not enough. Two people, still not enough. Three people, it gets to where you're like, okay, maybe the first person was wrong. Four people, and you're like, I might have an okay outfit. And when it gets to ten, you're like, that first person was just completely delusional. You know? So... It, there's just something magical to that number sevens and tens threes there's there's something magical with numbers but with um comp overcompensating or compensating for negativity 10 is the magic number for me so try to find something that um try to find 10 positive things or the same thing even the same positive thing 10 times to compensate for one negative thing that happens um, and then, of course, like when the negative thing happens, planning um, to keep it from happening and all of that. So your your day is halfway through. And because I like when people look at divide their time up into sectors, all work in one sector is, is too much. So you work eight hours, 
you're putting all eight hours in one sector. Like, don't do that. Your first, your because it's just going to be like too much. It's overwhelming. It's a lot of time that you're thinking you're going to be like counting the hours, like till your time is up. Divide it into when you first get to work, like your halftime, kind of like a, a football game. You know, you can still turn it around at halftime. If your day is going, something's wrong, like, you got to figure it out at halftime. You got to get another game plan together. You need to get, like, you know, a whole nother play. Throw out your old plays and, like, figure out what what went negatively and then flip it around. Because um, there's a lot of winning teams that were starting out in halftime. They, they just weren't doing very well. And then when the, the after halftime was over they were re-pumped again so you have to have like a, a point in your day it doesn't have to be four hours in but but it's a point in your day where it's around the middle of your work day that you have to revive yourself for the rest of that work day that you give yourself a pep talk you tell yourself like I'm the best salesman here or I am I am going to you know do this this contract like so great and I'm gonna make this customer so happy I'm gonna sell this or I'm gonna I'm sorry I'm throwing sales into it because it's like that was a lot of what I did but I'm going to perform to my best and it's almost like you re you get a refreshing uh, a breath of fresh air kind you get revived with that new energy so you spent the energy that you woke up like it's like money you've spent it you need to pull that energy out of the universe out of your faith out of your out of your positivity out of your um your self-affirmations and even you know appreciation again appreciating everything that's happened that day i i would go through the whole day with appreciation i wake up the most appreciative man all day i'm constantly appreciating i'm appreciative i'm sitting here like oh my gosh thank you lord for putting that tree there because it's so beautiful and if it wasn't there i would not be able to look at it right now that's that's how i think just on a regular basis because the the beauty I'm just always seeing beauty around me but the reason why is because I've trained myself for years I've trained myself toward positivity so my brain just naturally recognizes positivity now and it's beautiful it's just all the time I'm just I'm a creative person too and somewhat of an artist so I'm always just even recognizing beautiful shapes and beautiful designs and I'm just like thank you. I'm so thankful that that's there because it, I'm able to appreciate it. So just remember, the game isn't over. It, it, like if, if you are in halfway through your day and you're like, oh my God, there's four hours left and I, ca I can't do it. It's so much. It's so hard. It's going to be so hard. I can't do it. Then you are that team that is already down at halftime and you're not going to make a turnaround. But if you sit there and pump yourself back up and say, yeah, I had a first hard, you know, few hours, but now I'm going to get it together. I'm going to come up with a better game plan and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And this is, this is going to change my whole day around. Your day will change around. Your day will do a complete 180 be, be just because you have a better attitude. And you're going to attract the positivity around you.
So you get to halftime, you do your whole routine of pumping yourself up. Um, sometimes this can be during your lunch break, you know, like if that's when your halftime is your lunch break, you're reviving yourself with food, you know, um, don't do anything just so blase. Like, you know, you have, you have time when you get home to watch Netflix and things like that. Um, a lot of times when I worked at Best Buy and not faulting anyone that I worked with, but some people would watch Netflix or watch a show while on their break. And that's cool. And like, that's what they chose to do. But I find it, um, one, you really, you usually only get like 30 minutes of lunch. So either you're watching a 30 minute show or you're watching half of a one hour show. And either way, it's like stressful because you're like down to the minute of like, oh, oh, what's going to happen? I got to, I got to get back to work. And you're late back to work after lunch is, it's just stupid. So I like to just listen to music, um, you know, do the self affirmations, get myself pumped, you know, tell me, come up with a new game plan. If my day isn't good, if my day is great, keep that game plan going and congratulate myself for coming up with an excellent game plan. You know, like, don't forget to pat yourself on the back. Cause if your day is going swimmingly, you know, you better be like, yes, I came up with that game plan and it is working today. And, you know, just like a team would, just like a team would be out there like saying, good job, good job, guys. You guys are handling the ball. You guys are doing great. Now we need to continue that energy out through the next two quarters and then we're be done and we win the game. And that's how you look at it. So do something that is mentally productive. You can watch Netflix at home. You can, you know, do other things at home. But what you can't do at home is prepare yourself for the second half of your work day you can't do that at home once you got home your second half of your work day is done so do something that uplifts you listen to positive things um just get yourself you know get yourself fed get yourself fed mentally emotionally and if it's your lunchtime, get yourself fed physically and eat you something healthy it's going to not weigh you down and make you feel like you just you know you need to go to sleep but instead that you're ready, you're energized, you got some sugar, but you got some, you know, some energy running through you, vitamins pumping through your body, and you're ready to go. Um, so then, okay, so then that's that sector of the day. So your, your work day is split into two. Um, actually three, really, because you have your you have your first part of your workday, you have your halftime, that's a sector, and then you have the second part of your workday. And then, so after that, you have your end of your, your workday is coming to an end. That's part of your, like, you know, kind of winding down, you're ready to clock out, okay. Now you have your commute home. What are you gonna do? Okay. You have options. You can stop by and get yourself dinner. You can stop buying, you know, stop by and get a drink. You can um, hang out with friends. You can visit with family, whatever you're doing. But remember, you've exhausted your mind and your body for eight hours already that day. So try not to overstimulate all, all those things. Like try not to work after work you know, like don't, sometimes people stay later from work and that's, and that's fine. Sometimes staying later is necessary to get the job done, but you don't want to be a workaholic 
And, um, and I will tell you this, if you present yourself as a workaholic, you will get used. You will get used because your managers will see, and you're thinking, wow, I'm like impressing everybody. I'm making everybody see that I am the first one in, last one out. And, and there are times when that is good and that is acceptable, but when you're doing it all the time, you're expected to do that and you're working yourself till you burn out and you're just going to burn out. There's, and they use that. They will ride you like, a a running horse until you and that's the thing with running horses is that they burn out they get ran for a short period of time of their life and then they're done then they can barely move because they've just been run to the ground so don't be that running horse be the steady horse that likes to graze in the pasture that also goes that works too you know like be that horse and um, you'll live a long, healthy life and you'll be able to maintain your regular work and things like that. So you're winding down, you get ready to leave and you're, um, you're kind of mentally just like preparing yourself for the next sector of the day, which you move into by leaving work. And now that's your commute to wherever you're going. If you go home, more power to you because that's where I go when I'm done with work I go home and I relax and I put myself in an environment of relaxation and I wind down and I think about my day I analyze it a little bit I don't overanalyze because um, I used to do that and that would just absolutely give me anxiety of like I'd relive my entire day when I got home and that's eight hours worth of reliving and it's not worth it to do but just pull up key points like like we're talking like this is like a game like you know like a football game we're pulling up the key plays we're not replaying the whole game we're pulling the key plays and we're trying to figure out you know a couple of things we can do differently the next time to make the day better or to improve your you know quality of happiness um so then we are this is our winding down period and we're you know spending it with people that we love with family but this is what I want to reiterate as in my when when I get home it's my safety zone I am very protective of my safety zone my kids have friends and um a lot of like my kids go over to their friends' houses a lot and stuff, but I don't have kids over my house a lot because one, I have freaking five kids, and two, because that's my safety zone. That's where I am there to relax and chill and um, kind of wind down. And I don't need a bunch of kids yelling and screaming, and I don't need all that happening when I'm winding down, when I'm trying to calm down from my day and. Um, and so I try to make, you know, it as a peaceful environment as possible, which isn't always possible. So I go to my, excuse me, I think I have acid reflux. Sorry. I could cut that out, but I'm not going to. This is real. Okay. So, um, like Kevin Hart says, he actually farted in his, um, like audio book. And then he's like, oh, we're going to edit that out. And then he's like, you know what? No, we're not. We're not. Because I'm coming at you real. This is real Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart, real Kevin Hart farts. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so great. So I'm being real. Okay. I got acid reflux right now. It's making me burp a little bit. So, okay. So 
we've gone into this winding down period and we are you know you can watch a movie do something that calms your nerves because you were high you were high energy for eight hours you're just go 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 like a game you're right you're you're just like going and then when you get home that's when you really need to like wind it down and let your brain relax and let your body relax and indulge yourself in some nice dinner and you know if if you're a single mom and you gotta come home and cook and you got all these things you gotta do you know you do you gotta do them do what you gotta do because that's what I do but you but you can do it like I cook to music I make it fun I um I try to make my environment as like as calming as possible for me. I don't try to think of anything in that safety zone um, as negative. And when and if my kids get a little too overwhelming for me, I lock myself in my room. And that is my safety space where no one, not my kids, no one can come in and interrupt me. I have to turn music on louder than they can scream I do that um so and when my when my health gets to a certain point sometimes I have to do that because when your health is down your nerves everything your patience level it's all going to be down and I don't want to I don't want to be that person that beats my kids my nerves will get to that point where I'm like, I have to go in my room and lock the door. Otherwise, I'm going to turn into a witch with capital B. And I don't want that. So, I seclude myself to my room. I get on my phone. I do my Twitch stream. I I do something that releases me or makes helps me escape. That's the whole thing is I'm escaping into a place that no one can come in it's me time it's my zone it's my space it's a place where the only negativity that can enter in is my own and once I recognize it that it's my own I can't blame anybody else for it because I'm the only one in that zone I'm in the only one in that safe space so it it's me I have to be alone with my own thoughts and figure out why am I being negative? What, what's causing the negativity? And, um, and this is a point where I do a lot of self checks. I, you know, am I working towards my goals? I'm not stressful with it where I'm like, you know, that's, it's not game plan time at that point right then. I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm just letting these thoughts come in my mind but I'm like, it's almost like you're laying down in a field of beautiful flowers, looking up at the sky and watching the clouds pass by. And each cloud is a thought that enters your brain and you're watching them pass by. And you're not actively just, you know, oh, I need to write this down or I need to do this. And you're just watching them slowly pass by. You're acknowledging them. That one looks like a bird. That one looks like a castle. You're acknowledging them, but you're not putting too much energy or thought into it because you're just relaxing you would be surprised how many of those things that just like go by you will you'll remember later when it's important but also like 
if you were to sit there and just like pay attention to all of them, you're going to get stressed. You're going to get stressed. Even if it's all positive things like, oh, I need to do this, but this is, you know, like this is important and this is important. And, you know, have my kids ballet recital and it gets, it gets a little much. We're not in that stage of the day yet. So that, this is just a time of decompressing, letting your, the, all of the negative energy that has happened to you through the day flow through you and out, out of you. You're purging the negative energy by relaxing. You're just being. And there's something about just being. Like just laying there. Just watching Netflix. Just just doing something that requires no thought whatsoever. And just letting the day drip off of you slowly. If that makes any sense. And, and just quietly spending time with yourself you know um I like to watch like uplifting movies because that's also like it's, it doesn't take any thought to do no energy you know to do but it also adds a little bit to the positivity and I like to smile I like to watch these happy things happen on these you know beautiful uplifting movies like just love stories or things that are just really positive and wonderful I like seeing that because that that's something that calms me and makes me happy but it could be anything that you want to just relax and do play a game um you know as long as you're not like overly competitive because that's stressful but just be just lay relax and let everything that is just be okay so now that you've let the day drip off of you whether you took a shower um you know watched some netflix did both took a power nap whatever you did you let the day drip off of you and you're letting now yourself move into the next stage which is there there's a couple of things of course you need to make sure like that the rest of your day caps off as productive like if you have to put kids to bed and all of those things try for me whenever I'm doing anything that involves my children I try to think of that as quality time and my 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 me time they don't interrupt me they don't bother me but that's just that period of time and that's only for like maybe an hour sometimes I don't even get that but um that is you know that's my cooling off period that's when they don't bother me I tell them like if unless you're dying bleeding it's an emergency don't bother me and they don't listen anyway but I have music louder than them so I have headphones on I'm just decompressing you know but after that I'm done decompressing I'm done with the me time I need to focus on these relationships the, these people in my life that are there every single day and we take for granted those things you know we're sitting on the couch with our children on the other side of the couch and no interaction there's a phone in both of our hands and literally just everybody's on Facebook or 
Instagram or whatever and like taking selfies and there's no interaction, that's not, that's not good. You have to positively, uh, in every relationship that you have, especially the people that you live with, you have to have positive interactions every day. Sounds like work, and it is. I'll sit there and be like, hey, how was school? Fine. What'd you do today? Not much. I try to, um, I try to build questions that they can't just quickly answer. One of the things that I learned from a very close friend is, what is your favorite part of the day today? What happened today that's your favorite part of the day? My kids, um, when they're being smart Alex, so they're like, lunch, I'm about to eat. Oh, cool, what did you eat? So you can continue on conversation. If um, you're just like, how was your day? Fine. Then there's not really much else you can continue on conversation. To them, it's annoying. To them, it's like, why are you in my business? Why are you in my life? But it keeps that bond. It keeps it there. And I know that through this last year, so much has gone on. And because I'm continuously sealing that bond and keeping that bond, that they come to me when things are like too much for them, when it gets overwhelming, when they don't know what to do. And that's all I could ever ask for is that, you know, that they handle things on their own when they can, the way that I've taught them. But when they need help, they come to me and they talk to me and they share things with me. Lately, um, my kids have been opening up to me a lot and sharing things with me in their regular day that they normally would before would just leave out. And that's showing the reason why they're doing that is because I constantly show that I care. I care about their day. I care about the details. Um, and bring God into this again, but it's similar to how God feels about us. I, you know, he knows every detail of our day, every single last detail of our day because he's God. But he wants us to come to him with the details. He wants to hear all the things that, about our day because it's a relationship thing. It's not really about him knowing anything more than he already knows. It's that he wants to see your excitement on your face when you're talking about the good things and he wants to to walk through it with you. And the same thing with my kids. Like I know that they went to school. I know that they had lunch. I know the like the basic gist of their days. But when they sit there and talk to me about the details of their day, and I'm not God, so I don't know every detail like God does, but when they talk to me about the details of their day, it makes me feel really good, and it makes them feel good. They don't realize it, but even though they're annoyed by it at the time, they're annoyed by it, but it makes them feel like, okay, I, I, she does care. She's asking about the details of my day. She really does care. She cares what I had for lunch. She cares for me eating healthy. She cares what friends I'm choosing to bring around me. And we've come a long way from where we were. And we have a long way to go. Don't think that, you know, I'm saying that we've made it. Because definitely haven't made it. But we are on our way to a more positive place. And we are out of the negative place that we were. We're out of the negativity. And um, so we're moving forward. And there's a show that I quote called Imposters. They, they say, always forward, never back. It's important to keep moving forward. Um, so the people that you have around you, building those positive interactions and a relationship 
the definition of a relationship I don't know what it actually says in, on Google but to me the definition of a relationship is hundreds of thousands of little interactions added together to make a bond that's the definition of relationship the less interactions the less of a bond so I want my bond to be as strong as possible with my children and I want them to know that I have their back and just by me asking them about their day over and over now it's gotten to a point where they don't really get annoyed they used to but it's kind of here and there I guess like you know like huh we're gonna do this again my favorite part of the day is when I had got an A on a test my least part favorite part of the day is when school started because I was tired that's how, like how they tell me sometimes, you know, like their you know, their days, like. But at least they're telling me the details, and and I am able to have conversations with them. Like that's when I learn about something that made them happy during that day. Like getting an A on a test. Wow, well, that's pretty great. Great. Did you study? Yeah. Like. So I. I really try to make the time after my me time um, special with my kids and it might you might have to flip it you might have to have that time with them and then your me time is after they go to bed and that's fine too but just remember until you have that me time you're still kind of building that stress from the day and you could go off on your kids and you could um, have you know moments where you snap on them so so if it's not working for you then figure out when that me time needs to be placed so that way you are decompressed and you are all, your day has already dripped off of you and you're able to have these positive interactions with your kids it means so much it really does um, not just your kids your spouse girlfriend boyfriend whatever um, and if you are alone lucky you but I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, I, I'm not kidding. Like, that that's a beautiful thing. Because you have more of that time to spend with yourself. And you can choose when you want to have interactions with people. Because you don't live with people. So you can say, I want to hang out with these friends. And you can go out and hang with those friends. Come back. And that's your safety zone is your entire home. So it's, it's kind of a really great thing. Like, people are like, oh, I don't like being alone. Like, what are you talking about? It's so great. Um, but it's also great having kids run around too. Like it's great in both ways, but there's positives in both, you know? So just remember that you have the choice to snap on your kids and be, you know, um, in a bad mood around them just based on the fact that you haven't decompressed from your day and you're carrying around the stresses of the day that have happened that maybe you let roll off at work but they're still hanging on you they're still attached and you have to decompress you have to decompress you have to so then you um figure out when that decompression needs to happen you have interactions with the people that you live with or don't live with um if you are alone you still need to have human interaction you may come home to an empty home but you need to text your friends like, after you decompress, after you've let the stresses wear off of the day, 
text a friend. Hey, I was just thinking about you. I just want you to know that I care about you. Appreciate your friends. We don't text our friends enough. We don't call our friends enough. We don't tell them we love them enough. They're there for us. We need to be there for them. I like, um, I saw this one like interview. I actually can't even remember. It was like a rapper and he was saying that Justin Bieber messages him. He's like, these are the kind of weird texts that I get randomly out of nowhere. And it's like, man, I hope you're having a great day and I'm praying for you and you're always on my mind. And I'm thinking, and he's, he's just like, I mean, it's great. It makes me feel great, but it's a little abnormal. People don't normally do this. It's, it's cool though. I like it. That amount of positivity that you're investing into a person, like you don't realize how big that is. One text that's like a paragraph long might reach somebody in a dark spot when their mind is, you know, messing with them and all of a sudden they just got a text that says that you care about them. Reach out to those people that that you care about, your family members, your friends, the people that you care about, the people that you want to invest in. And that's how you invest. You have those interactions with them. Just because you're home alone doesn't mean you can't don't have they, and you know, if you need to go out and like go to their house, have a game night, hang out with them, just go on a bike ride, go for a walk, whatever you gotta do to have those interactions, do them. Do it. Do it. And um, you will see that those bonds will get stronger. And, and you're, um, as long as you've chosen people that uplift you and you continue uplifting those people, You'll just keep rising up and they'll keep rising up. It, it's a really great thing. That bond will just get stronger and eventually become unbreakable. Um, in the sense that, you know, you'll always be there for each other because you always have been there for each other. And there's not a lot of that nowadays. There's not a lot of those kinds of bonds, you know. Friendship isn't forever right now. Like, relationships aren't forever right now. Um, I'd like, you know... I'd like to know that even in a situation where if I have a significant other and um, we, I'm, I'm investing into that also as a friendship, that if it were to end at some point and we decided that we weren't going to be um, fit for life to be together, that at least that investment wouldn't just go out the window and that it would still be a friendship. It would still be a positive uh, person in my life and mine and me and theirs. Exes don't have to be an example of a horrible situation in your life. They could be people that are still in your life that are are supportive and you can be supportive of them just because you're not with them. You kind of got to get over all the jealousy and all the dumb, you know, childish stuff. Um, you know, if you made a decision or they made a decision that you're not going to be together, then it's probably the best decision because would you want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you? And then obviously if you made the decision, then you made that decision based on something that you thought didn't work. So it's not, exes are, are not, they don't have to be negative relationships. They can be positive ones. Um, so 
that's pretty much like the whole day, you know, like, and then of course you have your last part of your day, which is literally the most important because it starts the circle over again for the next day is you are going to want to spend a good portion of your night, just maybe like 30 minutes, an hour. When I say a good portion, I mean like a t amount of time that you set aside to think about the next day and prepare for it. What are you gonna wear? Lay out a couple of outfits, get your sh kids' shoes set by the door, get their backpack by the door. If you need something for work, make sure there's gas in your car. So if you have to spend that, you know, like if you have to, you're like, oh, I know it's preparation time for the next day. If I go get gas right now, I can go to the gas station and get gas in 10 minutes, but if I wait till morning before I go to work, I have to get up extra early or, or there's traffic on the way to work because there's always traffic on the way to work and then you're gonna be late. So why don't I just do it now? Do it now. You realized at that moment, before you go to bed, just get in your car. Nobody cares if you're in your PJs, go to the pump, put in the card, ready to go, get back, and you will thank yourself in the morning. You'll be like, oh, 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 oh. So happy I did that. You're you're helping yourself. Sometimes we feel like a teeny bit inconvenienced and that things like, you know, like, okay, it's cold outside, I can do it tomorrow. When we put things off, we are just adding to our stress later. It's not gonna make it any like less stressful if you put it off. It's making it more stressful because you have to do it within a certain amount of time. So getting gas in your car, if like literally anything that you can do to prepare for the next day. I've come up with little things where I'm like, oh, well if I write myself a note of this and it'll help me remember that. Or if I do this, I'll remember to pay that bill. Or if I do this, to, for tomorrow when I wake up, this is gonna help me, you know, if, like as simple as putting the timer on your coffee maker um, or just things like that where you, you're you just doing one little tiny thing, making one tiny little alteration in your night that makes your day the next day run smoother. And so that is how you want to end your day, preparing for the next day. And it seems like a little bit of a chore. Um, if you're doing meal prep, you know, you probably want to do it for a whole week instead of a day because it's easier. You cook a meal, you divide it up into five, put it in little containers. You pick a day for that. Like, um, typically it's best to do it on the weekend because then you just have it ready for your Monday through Friday. But however you want to do it, you pick a day, you do your meal prep. But however you are going to prepare for that next day, that is what you need to be focused on before you get ready for bed, okay? You're still not in your PJs yet unless you decide to get into them as soon as you get home, which there's no fault in that either. That's how some people decompress. So whatever, but get, like, get your headspace into tomorrow before you settle down for the night. So you've got, uh, if you need your phone charged, get your charger, 
plug it up, get your phone set on the charger, if you need to set your alarm clock, if you need whatever you need to do to make the next day run smoother. And, you, and you'll be surprised how many creative ways you think of, you're like, oh, if I do this, then I won't have to do this tomorrow, or it'll make it so much easier tomorrow. I mean, when I was little, my little sister would put her clothes in her dresser crazy but it worked she would put her clothes in her dresser in what ways she was gonna wear the next outfit so like Monday's outfits the shirt would be in the top drawer the shorts would be in the next or like you know like top drawers underwear drawer but then like the next drawer would be her shirt that she's gonna wear on the left side you know that's her Monday and then her Monday for um, her pants or shorts is going to be on in the bottom drawer on the left side and so she literally would plan the whole week's worth of outfits like that and I thought it was crazy when I was a kid I was like that's a little overboard but man she was so she was ready in the morning like a flash she knew what she was doing and I you know learned a lot from that if you got to do that then do that it's like meal prepping put your clothes prep you know I'm the kind of person that needs to figure out how I feel when I wake up so I put a couple of outfits so it doesn't really work with the whole like Monday through Friday thing because I'd be like way too many just lined up but it works if you have that mentality like my sister did she had certain things she wanted to wear when she wanted to wear them and that, that's what she did um and you could always change it up where Friday is on Monday however you want to do it um that would kill my OCD but you know, however you as a person want to prepare for your day, that is going to make it easier for you. If you want to make it to where you have breakfast already made and all you have to do, like it's a nice breakfast, you just got to heat it up, you know, then, then you do that. But make sure that that time is spent for preparation and not like Netflix or because you had your me time already this time is spent to prepare for the next day after that you have another little bit of time you can get ready for bed and um what I do because getting ready for me again like I said getting ready for work or getting um un like getting you know teeth brushed and ready for bed and all of that and like makeup taken off and all of that good stuff that is when I'm also in my head about the next day game plan wise not necessarily prepping with physical things like clothes I've already done that but prepping my game plan um like kind of like another run through of my sectors the next day and I'm like okay tomorrow I'm gonna get to work or I'm gonna do this and do that it's a it's just a quick run through just to make sure that you know there's not going to be anything that I haven't like owed. Is there a test or is there something I need to do? What is important tomorrow? Like the major plays of the next day. Not necessarily everything broken down like you would in the morning. Break everything down into sectors. But just like quick like okay do I need do I need to sign any progress reports or and again those things should be done the night before. 
because I can't tell you how bad it is when you're running around trying to find shoes, trying to sign progress reports, trying to find backpacks, trying to stuff books into backpacks, trying to find homework that was done the night before. Just even sometimes doing the homework that morning because, you know, you put it off. It is exhausting. You already worked your butt off before you even walked out the door. Why? Why do that to yourself? Yes, it's a little bit of work to prep the, for the next day at night, but it's so much less work than what you're going to put yourself through. And definitely less stress. And actually, I make, I make it fun because I'm like, oh, this is exciting. I can prep myself this way. Oh, I can do this. Oh, you know, it's, it's just fun Find, to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little crazy. But finding ways in order to prep myself for the next day. It's, it's pretty awesome. So today, um, my entire thing, it's like two hours, I think about two hours is just about how to get through a day positively and how to make it run as smooth as possible. And I hope that you found a lot of value in it. Um, and if you have any suggestions, please feel free to email me. Um, actually I have, um, an email Ashley Robinson 7238 at gmail.com. You can email me there. Um, or ashstarasmr at gmail.com. Either one of those work just fine. If you have any comments, suggestions, um, you want to donate any money, that's cool too. Um, but I just hope that you found some value in what I said today and that maybe even one little piece of it can help you um, move forward and not back and make changes. We're all about the new year, 2021, making changes, making things better for this year. This year is going to be better. It's going to be better because we said it's going to be better. And so hopefully you guys had a great new year and amidst COVID and everything, we're still standing. We're still surviving as you know, as a whole, we have a lot to be thankful for, even though there's a lot of bad that happened and people are being very negative about it. We do have a lot to be thankful for. And, um, and hopefully, um, COVID hasn't affected you in a horribly negative way. Um, but it's going to pass. Every storm passes. Remember that it will pass. It will come finally through at some point. And we'll be able to relive being able to go out without wearing masks and all of that, hopefully. Um, but as I always say to all of you guys, spread love, light, and positivity everywhere that you go. Spend that positive energy in positive ways. Reflect off the negative energy. Build your armor as strong as you can with all the positive things. I hope you guys have an amazing day. And I hope that you were able to take something from this that was positive. Thank you so much And have an amazing day. Bye.